Welcome to the Fatty Z Musky Podcast. I'm Andy. Joining on the phone, I have Vance, no voice. Vance? I am here, and I do have a voice. But you we just... all have a voice. <laughs> Let yours be Make heard. Make sure you vote on November 4th. <laughs> 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 uh, we're going to find out why no voice Vance has no voice, even though he does have a voice. Uh he was alluding to a story, and uh, prior to the show, we were—I was checking the, the levels on the mixer. I said, "Vance, you sound a little muffled." And he's like, "Well, I've been screaming, so that might be why I sound weird." <laughs> so, stay tuned for that. We also have Todd Young. Hi, Todd. Yeah, I'm here. Very nice. You have a voice. I have a voice. Excellent. Most definitely. That's what I like to hear. And with that, this show is brought to you by Fatty Z Musky products. So go to fattyzmusky.com is the website. There we have a little bit of write-up, the link to the podcast. We also have a store tab. The store pretty much just has rod holders. And once again, I am running low, though I should have inventory. I'm safe right now. I'm going to have more tomorrow. Uh, not that that matters because most people won't listen to this immediately. So um, from there, we're still setting up some boats. In fact, I'm doing an international setup right now. I've never had a customer in Germany, and this one's going to be very difficult, but I think we can do it. Um, so I have no problem. We can work through any kind of problems that you may have or you may think you have, but you really don't. Um be sure to give us a shot. I can I can help with setups. I've said it many, many times. So all you got to do is reach out to us on our Facebook page, which is Fatty Z Musky Products, or our Instagram. You can also find contact information on the website. Anything on the uh, boat setup that we talked about the other night there, Andy? Or do you want to wait and, or just let that do its own thing? Hmm. Let's hold off a bit. Okay. Yeah, let's do that, and then uh, we'll talk about that maybe some other time. Yeah. So, damn, I feel left out. <laughs> well, what you're not left out of is Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. Yes. Good. Take it away, Todd. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. Books are open for next year. That's all I can say. I'm getting two, three calls a day. We cannot get anybody else in. We're going to be fishing up through November at some point in november i have no idea how long this will go but uh uh we appreciate the calls but uh we're booked nothing else i can say there but uh 2021 just around the corner bigger and better things to come Mm -hmm. looking forward to 2021 for sure well don't wish this year away not. I mean, maybe I am. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Andy, when does uh, when's archery start? Real quick, before uh, I forget to ask you. About eight or nine days. That's what I thought. I mean, I saw some pictures that well, people that, that, me some pictures where they're already getting deer, and I, I 
thought they were from Pennsylvania, but obviously, well, they I have that. I think Pennsylvania. Yeah, <laughs> there is a a few oh, management units that open up down by the Pittsburgh area, maybe even the Philly area. I'm not sure, but down by Pittsburgh, it opens up middle September. Oh, okay. So that's that's probably what I'm seeing. Yes, it is. Okay. In fact, maybe even down by you. I had a guy uh, call me and was like, yeah, we're coming up to camp, but uh, we're going to go to the Allegheny National Forest and and we're just going to rough it. We're going to, you know, take guns and kill things and eat them and we're going to (laughs) fish. Like like they're talking like (laughs) Wednesday night we're going to... We're gonna pull Survivor Man from the office. <laughs> we're gonna shoot a deer, and uh, we're gonna eat that. I was like, "Yeah, that's not legal." Um, yeah, <laughs> we, probably. I just knowing the person that that they are, I was like, I would probably pack food because I just couldn't <laughs> couldn't imagine you guys uh, living off the land. <laughs> or a nice juicy rabbit. I could really go for a nice juicy rabbit right now. Absolutely. So like, like, Anyways. like literally they, like I, I want that the thought was like, if you go camping, there's no, no laws and, and, you know, bag limits and seasons. It's like, not if you're camping. I mean, everybody knows that <laughs> you pitch a so, tent, you shoot what you want. That's essentially your license to kill. But, uh, not that we condone any of that, um, moving forward. Uh, big shout out to Vic Sports Center in Kent, Ohio. Uh, check them out for all your boating needs. If you're in the boat, if you're looking for a boat, um, they have some in stock. But you can always order one. Again, uh, demand is outdoing production, such as life in the outdoor industry right now. Um, so if you know what you want, get it sooner rather than later, um, and enjoy the outdoors. They have StarCraft, Star Welds, uh, Tritons, and the Ranger Boat. Also, shout out to Ranger Boat for sponsoring this show and Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. Uh, shout out to St. Croix Rods, best rods on earth. Uh, we finally got our order in. We got our rods. We're very excited about that. It was just in the nick of time. Hooray. Um, hooray, hoorah. Uh, so we're good there on that front. Um, and... Yeah, that's all the the plugs I have for right now. That leaves Muskie's Inc. Muskie's Inc. Yo yo up down. What do you think? Get a hold of your local chapter. I know the tournaments have been uh, most most of them been canceled around here, but I see that our Pittsburgh chapter is going to have one coming up here in Pennsylvania. That's just one of the things you can do. Is attend these tournaments if you're a member of your local musking chapter get involved with those chapters access to the lunge log so much stuff going on with muskies inc very important if you're a member of uh you know if you're into muskie fishing you should be a member of muskies inc you know throughout the country pretty much every state that has muskies as a chapter and get involved you know the more involved people get the more we can get accomplished as muskie fishermen and the sport is definitely up and growing. So we can need, you know, we need it. We know we need all the help we can get working with your local fisheries and stuff to keep the stockings going, stuff like that. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And uh, another Muskies Inc. announcement, the Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance, Chapter 64. Uh, They're putting on the Beast of the East Fly Fishing Tournament. It is Friday, October 9th, and Saturday, October 10th. Uh, Eligible waters are 74 miles of the Allegheny River from Kinzu Dam down to Franklin and Tynesta Lake in the outflow. Top three teams will win cash prizes and three biggest fish win physical prizes. For more information, hop on Facebook and search Beast of the East Muskie Fly Fishing Tournament or email nvmainc at gmail.com. Great tournament right there. So anyone interested in fly fishing it, by all means, look them up and get registered. I want to, I don't know when registration ends, but it's probably pretty close. I want to think it's coming up real soon. Check it out. And then, uh, this coming Saturday, which is in like two days, last time I'm going to mention it, it's the fall family fishing derby. Uh, this coming Saturday, September 26th at Caesar Creek state park, Waynesville, Ohio. The, uh, fishing derby is from 9am to 5pm. You can register yourself or your team at fishdonkey.com. Uh, any other information you need, contact Matt Richardson at 937-369-5285. Some of the uh, sponsors are Extreme Muskie Lures, Lungeon Lures, BNN Customs, Central Ohio Chapter of Muskies, Inc. Good stuff right there. So um, check those out if you're in the area. Um, kind of hitting back on what Todd was talking about, the growing sport. Mm-hmm. Last Saturday... What was it? Five, six days ago. It was my 11th wedding anniversary and we went to do our fishing trip. Um, only scheduling didn't work out and we never made it up to New York like um, we did the last couple years. And so she chose the local body of water right here just in my hometown. And we decided to go for however long until we felt like we've adequately covered the water. Uh, part of this is... 20 minutes. A little bit north of that, but um, I guess I'll kind of tell the story. Because it's not up to me and it's up to somebody else, I'm kind of hamstringed on um, times and all this other stuff. So we got there at the ripe hour of like 10 o'clock. And um, surprisingly, it was a cooler day. You know, we had that cold front move in, sat on us last week for a little bit. And it was nice. It was a bluebird sky, but it was cold. We got there, and surprisingly, there were some boat trailers in the parking lot. And, you know, I don't know about you guys. I always eye up the trailers to kind of visualize what kind of boat is out there, and you can kind of think what they're doing. Obviously, if you see a jet ski trailer, they're not fishing for muskies. Uh, You see a pontoon boat trailer, you're probably not targeting muskies, but they'll say they are. Um they were just a bunch of random boats. I'm like, okay, there's obviously no skiers out here. It was like 50 degrees. We get out there and she wanted to troll around some. So set out the rods and I start going around. There were probably seven or eight boats out there aside from mine. A guaranteed six of them were fishing for muskies. Uh No, I mean, and I'm just, yeah, I rewind, you know, to, uh, when the kids were little, there was like no one. It would be me out there. And they were all casting. 
and we're out there zipping and, and jiving and going in and out. And I'm seeing awesome Medusas getting thrown into the shallows and figure eights and bucktails getting winged around. It's, it's different. Oh yeah. It's just, it's not, it's not the way I, I used to have the lakes like to myself, not that it's mine, but, um, it was just weird to see all those people and essentially they were setting up drift lines. You'd watch Mm -hmm. one boat, it'd get down a couple hundred yards, the next one come in behind and just start going. And on a 250 acre lake that you could probably fish 180 of it. (laughs) Yeah. there's that's yeah. a lot of traffic pounding the same weed yeah. lines and they yeah. zip across everywhere and i kind of felt at home i had everything in the middle of the lake and you had the whole troll section yeah um i did not catch a hat this time like we did the last time we were out um a lot of i mean there was a lot of bait we didn't have anything go i didn't see anyone you know land a fish out there i was watching but I don't know. We didn't catch anything. We lasted about two hours, and she said it was time to go, and that was our, um, yeah, you get out. Our yeah. our wedding anniversary outing, two hours, local lake. <clears throat> Lots of congratulations. Pressure. Thank you. I it on was the, uh, it took me eleven years to get that two hours. Two hours. <laughs> yeah, really. Good. And these these things just aren't hitting. There yeah. we go. Two hours don't even have our ruts, really. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, and... it's, it's the same thing happening up here, man. I mean, there, there's there. So I had, so the last two weeks I had people get in contact with me. And so now, so the one, two weeks ago, the people who came up, uh, these people used to fish their, their father and my grandpa were friends. They started going to Canada in like the fifties, like 1950, 70 years ago. And these guys are in their 60s, and they start going up as kids. And, you know, they called and were getting some information on where they could get a week cottage rental up here at Chautauqua because they have never not gone to Canada the second week of September in 40, 50 years. <laughs> uh, but they can't go across the border. Not this time. And not this time. And it has brought a lot, you know, it, it's, it's brought a lot more. I think that's also helped. I've had tons of people called about, Hey, we're going to try to do our annual trip and we can't go to Canada. So this week there's a whole nother crew up here that have done the same thing. They used to go to like Nipissing or something. And then they started coming over to Pigeon Lake 25 years ago. And they, they would always go home the week that, or they would always come up the week that we were going home and uh, they, they couldn't do the trip this year. So it's definitely brought a lot. It's a little different when it's you different, but it, it's a double-edged sword, right? Um, yeah. The sport is growing, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously lakes are pressured uh, more because of that. And I think it's in your natural instinct as a musky fisherman to be, uh, you know, secretive uh, about things. And it's more tough to do that when your lake's getting pressured, but it just comes with it. You have to adapt and just continue to press on. I think, I think it's great that the sport is growing. Um, 
are there more people on Chautauqua this year? Yes, but I think this is a unique year uh, because of the pandemic, um, if you will, if you'd like to call it that, um, mm-hmm. that's going on. And people are off work, so they have nothing. They're working from home or not working at all, so they're going to fish. Um, and I, I'm sure that that's happening on uh, a lot of bodies of water. Um, which isn't like I said, double-edged sword. Yes, pressure. There's only so many fish to go around, um, but I'm glad that the sport is growing, and and you're seeing new faces out there and stuff. Um, those people oh, sure, sure. better be part of Muskie's Inc. That they they should be part of that. Um, but uh, you know, it just it it comes with it. Do I think it's going to be the same next year? I do not. You know, generally. This time of year, it's like Todd and myself out there. Oh, there are how many times this time yeah. of year? And, and yesterday, I'm troll. I, I was doing a trolling trip. I had a fellow that he asked, We have to troll and uh, eight, nine boats. That's that's insane. Now, trolling, you can play the game, you can keep going. You know, I see it more with the casting, is where it's hard. You go to, I'm you know, you pull, I've done it all season, pull up to a spot, and there's eight guys walleye jigging and there's four guys musky casting on the weed line i wanted to hit i'm like well we're going to move to the next one sometimes i bump to five i, I hit my fifth spot before i find somebody at some area that's not already getting fished but uh is that what it's like this year right now it's been that way all year like mm-hmm. even yeah. midweek Mid- midweek eight i saw eight people that there's probably 15 boats musky fishing right here right now this week like right here meaning yeah. on the whole lake or like in your in in the spots you like to be no i mean like on the lake there's probably a dozen to 15 fishing and normally right now on a thursday on september whatever it is 21st 22nd i don't even know uh today's the 24th 24th Really, I would not. Yeah, it, yeah. It doesn't that, really that's... affect it when you're trolling. But there was days when I was like, okay, so there's 18 boats trolling here right now. Generally, dip when that happens. I get the hell out of there. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> <It's> just move. <food. laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, what are you? What are you going to do? You know, I. Yeah, I, th- I think it's 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 sure. good in a grand scheme of things. I would. You know, we're like, man, there's a lot of people here, but uh, it's like nothing probably compared to the pressure that St. Clair gets or Malaya. No, it's not. That, that's, that's, I've never seen that around here. Mm-hmm. First, when I first started seeing it was when he started doing that PMTT and you go to like the Chippewa Flowage and you find a, you know, a bar you want to go cast on or something and you pull up and there's like people sit there and we're sitting and waiting to take the turn. And I wasn't accustomed to that. Now that happened, you know. Just, At least there's courtesy. Just courtesy cut in line. Yeah, yeah, you just cut. Yeah, I don't like to cut right in front. And, okay, some, some, right yeah, somebody. some people. It's kind of fun being right behind somebody because you can yeah. show it's really in there. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. When that happens, like some, I'll, I'll continue the drift. Like, I think it's respectable. Say you're drifting, like, let's say a quarter mile. And you're uh, you're done with that quarter mile, and it's time to redo that drift. I think that it's uh, 
courtesy to not cut in front of that person, mm-hmm. uh, like at a casting length. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. When it happens, I'm just like, meh, whatever, who cares? Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, really what throws the total monkey wrench into it are the, I don't want Andy to get mad at me, but... Arr. Or the Andy, the, the Andy casters <laughs> that aren't working the wind. Oh, the pool, yes. In the wind is blowing yeah. down through here, and you, you can get in line in between the walleye guys that are jigging and doing all this, but you have these people that for some reason want to put the trolling motor down and go up through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... that's uh... Oh, shit, I can't say anything bad about it because Andy has done that before. So I, I, no, I, I mean, no. I, I used to do it a lot, but I, I also, I'm in a different situation. But I, I'm just going to yeah. counter that with, you know, the things that really screw up a, a good controlled, you know, casting session is those people that just let nature do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to go one way, and they're yeah. they're just lazy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the, the, well, and most people that, that are doing it are novices and have absolutely no idea what they're doing, Andy. I know. I mean, <laughs> just sitting there. I mean, I used to drift with the wind when there there was no electric motors. And the bait, the bait comes in at a big circle behind the boat, and the whole time you're fighting that. Better, yeah, just, better boat side maneuvers. I mean, duh. Yeah, right, Andy. <laughs> no, no, but that, I mean, stuff like that happens all the time. I mean, yeah. for God's sake, earlier in the season, earlier season, talk- it was the it was the it was the walleye guys. You know, he'd pull into. Mm-hmm cast and i look i'm like oh there's eight guys anchored or jigging and every time you come up they're right on the weed edge you come up yeah. you either gotta you can't go inside oh god i gotta go out i might as well just cast out here in 18 mm-hmm. feet of water and jig a bull crap or whatever they call them and uh but like chautauqua goes through stages and generally like in the early season, we do a lot of casting, you know, and, and there's uh, there's regulars up here. There's new people up here. Um, and the situation happened on the water um, where I was working this weed edge and uh, I, was, I was there for a while. Another boat comes in. I see him come off in the distance. So. Uh, at the starting point. So I did cut in front of him, but where I cut in front of him was about a football field. So I'm like, okay, this is, this is a comfortable drift. We'll do it midway here and then go all the way down to the end um, of the drift. And then I'll start over. And by that time, that guy should be out of the way. Well, this guy, long story short, like claims that I cut him off and, and I'm like, uh, no, I didn't. You know, I was like really far away from you. I thought I left the correct distance, but what have you. And that time of year, what I mean by Chautauqua Lake goes through seasons is in June, generally everybody is ready to sell their camper and leave. Um, it's happened for year after year. You know, these fish just aren't here. I'm selling my camper. I'm angry, irritated because the fish aren't going. And that's just the early season antics up here. The mm-hmm. fish are scattered. You'll catch one in five foot of water. You'll catch one deep. It's just stuff. So 
stuff like that happens. Um, and then I really don't know where I was, was going with that, you know, because I, it's just more people on the water, pressure on the lake. What, what do you do? You still have to fish that area, uh, and try to be as, you know, courteous as you can mm-hmm. in that situation. That was the only time I really ran into anything this year. Um, you know, and it, it, it was, it was fine. As long as you, you think you're being courteous. I mean, so w- was there an actual exchange of words? No, no. The guy sent me a picture and says, do you send me a picture and said, is that you? You cut me off at 30 yards. And like the picture, I looked like a peanut. I was like, okay, that's clearly not 30 yards. Um, but R- reply again, back, reply back saying, could you have hit me with your bait? No, I didn't reply. I didn't reply back. And I mean, there was no animosity. I was just like, yeah, dude, you can fish there. I mean, there's, I don't mind that you're there. I'm just, I'm working here. That's all. Um, I feel I should Plenty clarify, um, how I was the, the punching bag a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, because I don't, it, 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 you're, 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 you're fishing differently. And no, no. Well, well, what I'm going off of this is the first time I was on a big lake was in your Lund. When you're yeah, fishing and, a and 200 acre lake and your drift yeah, is a hundred yards, you can't play the wind all the time. Cause I play the wind all the time. And that's what I do. I mean, I can remember Andy, you're like, we're in the middle of the lake. Are we moving? Yeah. And I looked, I'd like to, okay, so watch that cottage over there. And then 10 minutes later, I'd be like, okay, look, look now. See, Mm-hmm. We've been we're, we're we're drifting at you know 0.5 miles an hour beautiful drift, but it is hard to relate to, and it also seems like we're out in the middle of the lake. We've talked about that before. I mean, it's totally different. And I've had lots of guys that are stream fishermen, and I mean, when you're in there, you're you're not playing the wind. You're not used to doing that. But right, I mean, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I mean, I it, no. the, the jokes are jokes, and that's that's all fine. <laughs> Just not to give people the, the, the impression that you always have to drift with the wind. There are times and bodies of water that it's, it's impossible. There's, you know, when you're, if you're drifting down a river and the wind's blowing up current, you get really confused on which way to go. You're just going to be sitting in the same spot. Yeah. In a perfect world. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was, uh, I would pull myself around everywhere. I pull myself up, you know, the rivers, I, or pull myself, you know, upwind, depending on, but it's, it's smaller water. And sometimes that's what you have to do. And I'm not sitting here. I mean, the jokes are all funny and stuff, but yeah. letting people know that it's, it's not wrong to crank that motor up and let her pull you. It actually it is pretty wrong, but it's okay. No, it's not wrong. <laughs> no, why, then why do you even have one? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I got to keep us on the edge, you know, but <laughs> you could do that with some oars. This is just a yeah. It it, it won't. It, it's not going to go anywhere. No one's mind is going to change on this. So uh, I wasn't I trying to change sides. minds. I was just trying to let. It's been a while since we've discussed that, and any new listener might want some clarification. That's all. So um, yeah. Now that I ruined the party twice, both in your guys' drifts and explaining yeah. why you can use the motor. 
Um, <laughs> what about those guys that use spot lock that, you know, resist going upwind and downwind? Are they the enemy too? No. No. <laughs> Only. They're not the enemy. They're not the enemy. They're really just not. Uh... There are no enemies unless you're a pleasure craft. <laughs> All right. So, as I alluded to earlier, we've kind of had our first little stint of fall, you know, high in the 50s and stuff like that. I'm sure is a little bit cooler up where you guys are at. Have you noticed anything different with the fishing? Well, I thought the, the cold front, like, slowed it down. Um, and it certainly has been a grind this season. Um, and then you take a grind, and then you do get that uh, fluctuation in weather so quickly. I, I think we were affected a bit by the cold front. Um, but I think the cold front is accelerating the fall patterns on the lake. So we had that cold front. And then this week, it's slowly been gradually getting warmer and warmer to where we're peaking like tomorrow, Saturday-ish before Sunday starts to change and, and a, a, a pretty good wet cold front supposed to come through. Thank God. Um, has Have you noticed like an uptick in activity as, you know, it was mid-70s, upper 70s last couple of days? Any Any difference compared to the cold front last week? No. Still kind of sluggish. Still kind of sluggish. What would you say, Todd? Yeah. Sluggish. The whole month has been sluggish. Uh, we've been getting some fish. We've been getting some really nice fish. But uh, slow September, I can remember. We'll put it that way. Yo-yo up down, I rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> um like slow as in you know trolling or you kind of gone numbers, to your seasonal numbers. okay just numbers opportunities you know mm-hmm. the right people to cast we've had some chances and stuff but uh just numbers in general you know the big fish are great we love them i love them vance loves them uh and you take people out on these charters you know, two bites and you, they land a really nice fish. That's great. But unfortunately, that's not always the way the clients feel. They want to see the rod popping six, eight times, which is why I love September so much usually. And I don't think I've had six or eight go off and maybe one, one day off. Would September. you rather have two average to below average fish or an opportunity at one big fish during the, during a client trip. During a client trip. Yes. I, I, I want to, I want more opportunities, but during my trip, if I was fishing, I'd be just fine with the, uh, the opposite. You just want an opportunity at a big one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of seems like what you guys are alluding to right now is. Yeah. Has has the 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 bites been better on on the casting? With as this kind of been a tougher, or is the trolling I, been better? You know, I've been I've been casting a little bit more than Todd now this week, and I would say that uh, the casting is is certainly outdoing the trolling right now. Um, for those 
client days where they want to see fish and, uh, you know, bag a couple, you know, and see follows. And I'm always like, I don't, I don't want follows. I don't, I don't need, I don't want follows. Me person. Could care less. Yeah. I want, I want hits. Yeah. I want hits. I want that going on, you know, but it's still, you know, you might not get so many opportunities. We went casting over the weekend and we must've had, or two over two days, we probably had like 18 to 20 fish on and hooks were just not getting buried. Uh, and it was like becoming comical. Uh, and by the end of the trip, like we, you know, I, I gave the, the crew the nickname, like the hook setters. Um, and it was like because of the opposite, you know, it oh. just was not happening. Okay, I was gonna say because they're really good at setting the hook. <laughs> yeah, it, it just it just wasn't. But they they liked that because it was action, you know. Like, oh man, that was so cool! I've never had that happen before. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, yeah, you gotta catch those things. What's happening here? But uh, it was it was fun, and that goes back to. Um, yeah, do you want the one fish, the big mysterious muskie, or do you want action? Personally, I would go after one, one fish. That's why, like, on if I have a fishing vacation, I'm gonna go somewhere that I'm gonna have a chance at a big one, and I'm probably gonna get my ass kicked. And but that's fun, you know. I want that's what I'm after, one big fish. When you're running a business, you need action. You need that. You need that. You need that rod to go off. But again, won't remember the days when we catch 10 and they're 32 to 38 inches. I will remember the day that we trolled all day and caught, you know, something in that 30 pound range. Exactly. I can't, we have a five fish day or something and you give me three days. If they're all under 40, I honestly cannot remember what this fish are caught on anymore. Just a plethora of baits. We got robo- and it's been interesting. There's really, there's really not a good, a good pattern uh, going, except for grind, and you'll be yeah. rewarded. That's it. That, not a specific mm-hmm. bait, not a specific no. area. No. Um, it's just that's that's what it's been doing. And you know, being on the water every day, you can convert on those things. Um, but it makes for it's a very large part of me this season. Dance is just like. Man, how many times have we sent text messages back and forth? What were they going on? It takes me two minutes to write the text. Right. Like You, you should just take a picture of your dash. Yeah, yeah. we got one on a Boss Shad. We got one on a Baker. We got one on a Wiley. We got one on a Perch Bait. And those are the good days. But it, there's been no repeat Tough Shad. That's been my season, you know. <laughs> one's deep. One's high. One's low, one's shallow. <laughs> yeah. And the spots around the lake. Got one over here, got one over there, got one over there. That's not like me. I like the pound and area. But, mm-hmm. uh, Absolutely. I, you know, occasionally, there, there's been some times that we've been able to pound an area, but mm-hmm. it's lasted for the day. The next day, I can't repeat the process. 
like there was i was on a tear for big fish for about like 10 days in a row or something yeah. like that yep. and that was the only thing patternable it was going to come mm-hmm. i don't know where or when but it but was he, yeah your area was a very large area extremely large yes yeah it was just let's just keep doing this yep. yeah let's just keep going and like you know people were like mm-hmm. this is terrible boring. terrible i hate <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, i've been bored out of my mind more this year than i've ever been i'm like in musky fishing ever i just have to like keep up the mojo on the boat yeah. and i'm like big ones tankers yeah <laughs> it's gonna happen let's go mm-hmm. and uh you know, it would finally happen. I'd be like, Jesus, God, thank you. Thank God it happened. God. <laughs> they start hearing you mumble yeah. to yourself. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Fine. But when it happens at 4.30 at the end of the day, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a very strange year that way for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and no I, doubt. Usually that, those patterns, you know, like like the lack of patterns will eventually sift down into a pattern but you're just like even now approaching like the typical fall time not it's just been scattered the whole whole season has been for me for sure yeah hmm. I've, I, I i can agree with that you know i can agree with that very much so it's still fun very it's nice, nice to have to be real musky it's real musky fishing yeah it's yeah that's what I've some people that have come with me before for 10 years. I've said, we're, this is like real musky fishing. This isn't Chautauqua Lake right now. Mm-hmm. And saying that in the last couple of weeks or well, the last six weeks here, I've had like three double headers. And some of those, the, the one day that's the only two fish we boated. Really short window if you're getting double headers and that's Very it. Short window. You get double header, that's the only ones we put in the boat. Yeah. No, we've had those little windows, but that that's what's made it tougher is mm-hmm. guiding just of I'm roaming a lot more than normal. Like yeah. pick a full mile, half mile section of the lake and just do it and But from like a strategic point of view for everybody that's out there that likes to hear like strategy and stuff like that we're not we're not really that that type of of uh fisherman but um the strategy is to grind it out mm-hmm. all the time keep going you just have to outlast uh mm-hmm. the fish you know and then eventually they will go eventually you will be rewarded i like I how would have it's, no, it's, no, it's, I, I would, go, go ahead finish it no, I would have I would have no problem with taking a week's vacation up here, and if I caught one fish and it was a nice one, I'd say mission accomplished. You know, yeah. you have to grind. That's the strategy. That is, that's what what ha- happens. That's how you become successful. You have to pick an area, work it as hard as you can, and just mm-hmm. you know, do it until you can't anymore. No. It's it's just been so different from the Chautauqua Lake that I kn- know. 
for all these years of fishing here. It was every, yeah. yeah, every year when we like, talk let's just about get some, Let's just catch a bunch of fish. Eventually, a big one's going to show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's just, it's really different right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I like how when it's talked about to grind it out, almost like there's a thought process of these fish are like, listen, guys, let's make them work for it. Like, like they're, like they're planning down under the water yeah. to, to be difficult. And then, like, I, I try no to, I, I try to sit here and like, try to quantify something. Is it just, are the fish so scattered? Are the fish just so negative? You know, like what, what would really well, make this... it come across as that? I mean, it's easy for us to sit here and, and like for me to put the mental movie together of these fish are having meetings and they're like, yeah, we're not, we're not doing this anymore. We're, we're, this is our year off. I and, think, so I'll say something here. Here's the thing. I think Vance will probably agree with me. We're fishing areas. Like when I say areas, I'm talking about 10, 10 miles worth of lake. Never have I seen the bait scattered and everywhere like I'm seeing this year. The fish we're catching are gigantic fat fish. Uh, but they are scattered throughout. Bait because everywhere. The amount of bait. I mean, I've never, I mean, never. I used to see this sometimes in the fall, but it would congregate, but I'm seeing that now. Like, you get false readings, you're in 35 feet of water, and it shows three feet. That's back when there were some shad out here. That was a long time ago. Those things have all died off, but I mean, there's bait. It does not matter where, I mean, I'm, there's times that it's just like, I'll just shut this thing off because I see big hooks. I see fish everywhere. <laughs> just look at the GPS and go. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying that much attention because everywhere I go, you go into 12 feet patrol, there's fish. You go out into 15 feet, you go into North End, you go out into 28 feet of water, it's just big gobs of bait and fish everywhere. Maybe it comes back to what we were talking about early on. It's just a uh, mild winter, lots of bait. I don't know. Is there usually a, like a bait fish die off up there in the winter? No. Mm-mm. Any die off I saw it was a few years back. All those white perch died. and Now they're back. White perch, white bass, whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But now they're back. Lots of them. Lots of them. Now, Vance, you said you had an interesting story that happened today. Yeah, I have. Set it up and give it to us in detail. Talk talk about patterns, okay? This pattern has been going on for three straight years. A three-peat. It's a dynasty. Yeah, it's a dynasty. Three, uh, September 24th. Flashback three years ago, Lori gets her giant. Um, and this was after uh, that guy uh, attacked us verbally at the oh, yeah. boat ramp. Um, that would be two years ago, but three seasons. Go ahead. Yes, three three seasons. So, um, anyway, so uh, go out. That, that happened September 24th of last season. I have a gentleman coming to look at the boat for purchase. From Canada, 
he catches a 52 and a half. Um, that's last season. And the day prior to that, kid caught a 50 and a half. Big fat, so crazy. So here is September 23rd, 24th again. This year, I have a close friend um, in in fishing. His name is David. We talk about him on on here occasionally. Um, he won the Muskie's Inc. Released uh, Award uh, last year. He fished with me probably like forty times. So, but he has never hit the uh, the fifty mark. So he's like, I want to book up this day there's something special about this day and i'm like thinking nah there's not you know it just was coincidence you know um three seasons ago it was the full moon so you can make sense with that last year completely off the moons nothing there uh this year i don't think I don't know what the moon phase is right now. It, I, it, it can't be new. It's not. It's new. like halfway it's, in between. I don't halfway. know any anything yeah. in between those two. So, <laughs> so it's so it's it's off. You know, it's not the big the big time. So, but it still is the day. So my friend, he's like, I want that date for next year. And I'm like, okay, fine. We'll go out. We'll get your fifty. Right. Fifty's very hard to come by on this lake. Uh, we we talk about that all the time. We catch a lot of 30 pounders or 48s, things like that. And Dave's been after this fish, you know, when you're not, when you're really into muskie fishing, you know, that's kind of the goal is to get that 50, you know, he's gone up to Lake St. Clair for, uh, you know, dozens of days. And, uh, he's just been really, really after this 50 and we've caught so many 49s together. It's kind of like a ongoing, it's a gag, you know, I'm like, it's not going to make it. You know, I'm sorry, dude, but this is a great fish, right? You should be happy. He's like, yeah, it's good. You know, but after so many of these, it's, you kind of feel cursed uh, with it. So we, uh, we're fishing today and um, we had so many things up against us to start the day. We started late um, in, in the day. Uh, we, when we were pulling out, um, to go fishing, they painted the road. They were painting the road and it was fresh paint. And I was driving all over the place to try and not get, to get this on my car and boat, um, while I was towing and I'm watching like just mists of white and yellow paint flying everywhere because, people were driving crazy and it's just blowing up everywhere. So that happens. Get out on the water, set lines. And we have a rod go off like immediately. And we miss the fish and we're just like, Oh my gosh, it sucks. And then I get sick. Like in the middle of the day, very nauseated. Um, so I had to take like a two hour break. And I was like, dude, you're up here. You want to fish? Just take the boat out. I need to, uh, you know, I need time. I'm very, very sick. And um, so I'm literally uh, nauseated and laying in the state park 
up against the tree, like in and out of sleep, trying to beat this nausea. And uh, I finally text him back. We had a plan for the day. We were going to go after the fish, you know, have the three-peat happen, right? That's that's what the goal was. Um, so I text him back. I'm like, hey, I'm good. You know, let's get this done. I get in the boat. We go back out. We set a trolling spread. I'm like, we're going to get one. You know, one bite. That's all we need. And I'm marking fish just as I always do. Uh, and it comes to the ninth hour and the rod goes off. Boom. Big, big uh, screaming line. I'm like, I'm like, that's a fish. He's like, that's a fish. And he picks up the rod and I start reeling everything in. I'm like, that board's buried. I was like, it's a nice fish, you know. It's a nice fish, but really, could it be? Come on. That's three. <laughs> could could that really be it? I don't know. Like, there's no way this could happen. You know, you can't write that. You can't make that stuff up. It's, uh-uh. it's more than likely not going to happen. He's fighting it. Takes this enormous run. Board's burying again. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, this, you know, has potential. I'm like, yeah, it's on the surface. It's not good. Not good on the surface. Very nervous. Keep reeling. Um, everything's clear. Hit, hits a planer board, one of those little inline planer boards. I feel the fish for a second. I see the fish's head. I'm like, okay. I'm like. There is potential here. I was like, this could be it. Did you tell him? No. Yeah. So, like, when you saw it, you didn't want to, I mean, did the thought cross your mind to say, don't say anything because it's going to be added pressure or, or, you know, bad luck? No, no. When those fish are on, I'm, like, I'm, like, uh, crazy, you know, screaming. This way, this way, eh. ah, oh, we're screwed, we're screwed, we're screwed. It's going to get off. Stuff like that. <laughs> Generally, things you would like hear from a guide. Um, but so this fish is now off the planer board, and you know you got short lines out there, and it's. Um, I got everything in, and I was pretty comfortable with, with where we were, uh, but the fish starts zigzagging behind the transom. Boom, left. Boom, right. Boom, left. And it starts getting on the surface, and I really get a good look at this thing. And I'm like, holy crap, this really might make it. This might make it. But I'm still thinking, this can't be real. It's not going to happen. Three years in a row, come on. Um, and it zigs and zags one more time, and I take a shot at netting the fish the first time, and I get it in the bag. Um and it just goes berserk. And it was hooked very well. It was hooked very, very well. I was so I was happy about that. Cut the hooks. I'm now looking at this fish in the bag. And from the top side and the head, I'm looking at it. I'm like, hey, man, I, this is going to do it. I was like, this is going to make it. This is going to make it. And he's like, no, no, no. It flips over, and I go to grab it, and we see this belly. And I'm like, dude, this is it. Like You you did it. This is it. I pull it out of the bag. It's a no-brainer. This is it. 
you got the fish. I can't believe this. This is unbelievable. What the hell? We were, we put it on the bump board. It bumps it right over 50 and the chase is done. It happened yeah. three years in a row. It was unbelievable. Three years in a row, same day. Boom. One of those mysterious Chautauqua 50s. So many times they're 48s, 49s. And this thing was just big and healthy and fat and just a bunch of white belly on it. It was it was lovely. Um, and he was elated, you know. Still can't believe it happened. I mean, this happened, what is it, 9.42? It happened three hours ago. So yeah. <laughs> um, it just was just incredible. I mean, come on. Three years in a row. Get the hell out of here. One bite. We were watching this hilarious musty hunter video and giggling. And uh it was like it was on uh like one up at Nipissing. Uh-huh. And it was so funny, like, cause they're all screwed they're like fish, 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 fish every time there's a fish that bit. And uh he said, like, if we get a bite on today, we're going to, like, act like yeah. that. But it obviously didn't happen. I was just like, oh, it's a fish. He was like, yeah, it's a fish. <laughs> and it was hilarious. Um, but, you know, we're watching that Nipissing video, laughing hysterically. Really, really weird stuff and uh, unorthodox things going on in the boat when during that episode. And, um, you know, we go out and we catch a Chautauqua giant just you got legendary. the bite there got the bite it's really weird what's happening right now yeah man that is insane it is insane so we were we were we were you've had, you've had lots of insane things the back that that you know last year you caught I don't even remember what number of fish you were at when you caught that first 50 incher because you were really worked up it would have been what September twenty third. Um, and when yeah. you got fifty, and mm-hmm. then the next fish, the next morning, yep, was another one. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of fish, hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of fish, hundreds of fish leading up to it, and it's like mm-hmm. not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen this year. Uh, yeah. And back to back fish, that is the craziest. Yeah, that is. That I've is... got like forty nine and a half and fifty ones, got stuff like that, but I've never got back to back fifty. Yeah, really bizarre stuff. I mean, but it's a great fishing story, and it a you know a memory that's going to be etched in yeah. you know until we're gone. So it just was old Dave the caster. All day I, when I met him, he would not even put a trolling pole in the water. Oh, I know. <laughs> Hell, I met. I mean, I knew another guy that did that, Vance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me. Uh, not interested in trolling. And then your rod holders were popping off of the gunnels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hated it, but. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I mean, just cra- crazy. Uh, and I, and I'm super happy for him. And uh, oh yeah, 
you know, he, he deserves it. He puts his time in and he is one of the people that pays attention and learns. And uh, I couldn't be more happy for him and him and his wife. They love doing that stuff. I mean, it's just, you know, he feels like he hit the lottery tonight. So um, it's really, really cool. Did you really, tell him that it's all downhill from here? I said, <laughs> you know, don't you feel better? You know, it's over. You did it. You don't have to like have the monkey on your back. I mean, the monkey sometimes half the fun. So, so you got to get him going to the next mo- monkey. So, like a fifty-five double nicks. No, no. <laughs> now let's get now on the raptor. Mm-hmm. On the raptilla. Absolutely, seen a lot of them mm-hmm. on the raptor with that. Oh, man. It just is repeat. Three years in a row, same day. It's incredible. And that day is already booked up for next year. So, <laughs> unfortunately. Can we take a guess who it is? It is not. It, it was already picked. Oh, okay. It was, yeah. It is It is not any of the three people that uh, caught a 50 on those. Mm. on those days. Now, the kid that caught one last year. The day prior to um, the first 50 mm-hmm. on the 23rd, I was like, do you want it for next year? I'm like, there's something weird about this this day, you know, 23 or 24. Are you interested? And he's like, nah, I'll come out on like the Friday, the 25th or whatever it is, which is tomorrow. And uh, I'm going to tell him <laughs> that that happened you know you, you could have done you could have done it back to back i mean it still could happen is it is it more than likely no have we done it before yes but that stuff's all just uh fishing that, stories and things fishing, just fishing stories folklore yeah fishing mm-hmm. every day all season yeah mm-hmm. it was fun we had fun that's great crazy Crazy stuff. You know what else has been getting action, Andy? Is it what you've been texting me? The glider. That's what I was going to say. I was going to bring it up earlier, but it just didn't mm-hmm. seem fitting. So, The glider. This, the bait that we always talk about, how it's underrated. When that clo- cold front came in, it outdid everybody, including the Raptor. Um, and it was... It was really good, and I was fortunate enough to have some clients that knew how to cast, you know, because we always say the glider is one of the most difficult uh, baits to get down, the cadence, and it's the most patient bait. Um, But these guys could use it, and they were using it well, and um, I think it was kicking butt. Still is. Kicking butt. Is is the second growth of new weeds coming in? Is that what you're targeting, like Todd's old... Muskie article? Uh, no, no, not yet. Hmm. Top secret. Top secret. The lake's flooded with people throwing stingers now. <laughs> Second growth is coming. It is. Nice. It certainly is. Very nice. So, is there anything else uh, you guys want to talk about? No, I'm good. Todd, you, you want to add anything? I'm good, man. All right. 
<clears throat> well, then I'm just going yeah. to wrap this one up. So big thanks to Fat AZ Musky Products. Um, I'll throw in a stupid little shameless plug. Uh, Vance's little stinger thing that he did there. You can pick some up at Musky Tackle Online. He's now carrying stingers. I did not mention that earlier in the show. And uh, you can find standard colored baits there and at Team Rhino Outdoors along with some exclusives if he has any. Uh, so big thanks to Fatty Z Muskie Products, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, St. Croix Rods, Ranger Boats, Vicks Marine, and Muskies Inc. All right. It's kind of getting fall out there, so good luck fishing, fall fatties, crushing front hooks, banging fish baby, or if you're out going to go sit in a tree or a blind, good luck, and thanks for listening.